Right, we're live, pal. Welcome to yep. episode 63 with your boys Mikey Q and King V, aka Professor Charles Xavier Woods, and we are here and live. How apropos here for you guys. I <laughs> yes. mean, yeah, I mean, I've been holding that in for a while. Uh, well, you got what you want, and um, yeah. we are gonna talk about that tonight. We'll be discussing crown jewel or blood money as some people refer to it um mm. we'll also give us uh, some notes on wwe smackdown uh there's some interesting notes from that show uh bound for glory also happened this past weekend i'll get into that a little bit um and then we will come around and talk about raw this week in um nxt so um yeah. first off king v how you doing tonight tired <laughs> same <laughs> gonna be real transparent. Tired. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be going through this show. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, we expect a Jonathan Prophet to be joining us. Our good friend John. Uh, that's uh, JPS Music on everything. Um, JPS Music. What is it? Fifteen. I'm just find his yes. graphics real quick. 15. Yes. Yes. JPS Music. Fifteen. Um, shout out to my boy Ray that uh, has been hitting us up to get on the show. Uh, it's just that our schedules haven't really aligned but we'll get that together we'll get that together so if you're watching support uh the raw the, there you the go. raider no. raw show there you yeah. go come on yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get it together it's been a long day full transparency you know i you know i'm still wearing my shoot work clothes you know so um yeah but let's just get right into it jonathan should be joining us shortly if jonathan if you can hear our voice um you are welcome on the show uh now I want to get into Crown Jewel. Now I know V did not watch Blood Bunny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but some interesting notes, some interesting show notes from um Saudi Arabia. Um I guess we should just get right into it. All right. So as I put the Crown Jewel review up there, there you go. Ah, look, how, look how that works. Um, but anyway, um so the show opened with Seth Rollins, and I don't know why JPS me. Oh, there. Oh, that's why that showed up like that. JPS music is in the green room, as we like to call it. Um, but uh, let's just bring you on. Let's see. Let's just bring you on right now. Jonathan, what's going on? Uh, it's Wednesday night, and you know, you know what, what that, that means. means. That means. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, what's up fellas? bro? How you doing? I can't call it, man. Good to see you guys. Good to see you too, see man. You too. Good to see you too. So we was getting ready to go into Crown Jewel. You know what I'm saying? So um let's let's get it then. All right. So hey, Crown man. Jewel opened up with Seth Rollins versus Edge. Helen Cell to open mm-hmm. the show. Wow. <laughs> um, what a way to open up this pay-per-view. I guess it's pay-per-view, right? I guess, yeah. Uh, what a way to open up this pay-per-view. It's $9.99. Uh, $9.99, right, on Peacock. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap plug there. Uh, But, yeah, so this was a great back and forth. Uh, Rollins took a crazy bump from, like, I think the top 
the top rope onto the cage or onto the cell through a table. Like, it almost, like, looked like he was going to land head first. It looked crazy. Um, shout out to Seth Rollins. Uh, I thought this match was great. What did you think about this match, Jonathan? Man, listen, if if there was any if there was any outcome and kind of map out of a match for a trilogy, that's yeah. the blueprint right there. That's the but like you just said, that bump Seth Rollins took. Whew. I was like, I was like, I was like V the other week. I was like, yo, somebody come check on my man. Like, yo, <laughs> like seriously, like, yeah, like yeah. he really, I really thought he like broke his neck, like for real. But yeah. They did their thing with that match. And then absolutely Edge hitting the curb stomp for the win. What a way to end that feud. And I hope it is officially over. Like, I hope that that should be the end of it. I think so. So, um, V, we know you didn't watch, but yes, that's one of those matches (laughs) that (laughs) that's that's one of those matches that actually they did well within a PG environment inside the cell. So um, I definitely give that one, like, thumbs up. Um, We had Mustafa Ali versus Mansoor. Um, Mansoor gets the win. I didn't really have much to say about this. It was cool that Mansoor is over in Saudi Arabia and doesn't seem to be over anywhere else. (laughs) But, um, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) You know, what did you think of this match? Um, I think it's a good way to give Mansoor a little bit of a push. Don't, Don't push him too fast, too soon. Um, I think the story, the way they went about it with, you know, Mustafa Ali trying to get him to be the serious character mm-hmm. and, you know, Mansur wanting to be the fun guy, you know, high five the fans on the way to the ring and things like yeah. that. It was just a clip, you know, yeah, like a mark. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it, it was the, it was the low-key low key Ali said that he was being a mark on television. I think he called him a fanboy, which is the same thing as a mark. He was like, you're being a fanboy. I'm like, oh, he just called him a mark on television. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Right. I think, I think the right person won and there, and they had him win again, which we'll probably get to later. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But you know, it's a good way to push finally a younger talent, I guess. Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm an Ali fan. I, I want more for Ali, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we had we had um for the Royal Tag Team Championships, we had RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omas. Uh Riddle came in on a camel. Um <laughs> <laughs> like okay. <laughs> um, yeah, V. I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, this happened. This, no, V it happened. <laughs> 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 Um, mm, of course he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was high up there. Um. So anyway, all right. So we had a back. How he left his wife and kids high and dry. Wow. Sorry. Oh, Let's go. I'm sorry. Go. I'm sorry. This. Is... And now a word from our sponsors. Oh, Moving wait. on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, lights out. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So this was a typical Raw tag team match. I mean, nothing real, really special here. RK Bro. Defeat o- Omos and AJ. I was about to call him O Styles. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles and Omos do the <laughs> don't job. Don't put that in there. Don't put that. Don't o do Styles? Put that into the ether because they will be calling them O Styles. O Styles. Oh man. So mad. Or, or AJ Moss. AJ Moss. Oh man. Yeah. They cut the fucking check. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? You can send all checks to go for the pin at uh, gmail.com. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so do, did you have anything to say about this match? I'm you know, I ain't really have nothing to say. I mean, you hit it on the head, it was typical. Like, they could have had this match on Raw and it wouldn't have been any different. They've had so, it, you on know, Raw, I believe at this point, well, yeah. yeah, but you know, it was, it was, it was okay. Okay, Zelina Vega versus Piper Nevin for the cream, the Queen's crown. <laughs> All right, I was kind of just keep going. I was just gonna keep going. Um, uh, we're live now. I'm sorry. My goodness. <laughs> Woo! You all right, Mike? Uh, I, no. It's been a long day. I'm not. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's that's going to be funny to me for a long time. <laughs> we're gonna act, we're, so with the power of editing, we're going to act like that didn't happen, even though we're live. Uh, oh, right, no. That's staying. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. We're going to take that out of our audio version. All right. So um, anyway. Zelina Vega versus Piper Nevin for the Queen's Crown Tournament Finals. Um, Zelina Vega defeats Piper. Uh, okay, I'm happy for, Zel- for Zelina, but, you know. Mm. I mean. I would yeah. also like to um, let the record reflect that I called it. You did. You definitely did. You definitely I did. It. I think we all was, like, going for Shayna, and you was just like, no, it's too obvious. <laughs> too obvious. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm happy for her. the match was what it was. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't really have too much to say about it. I like, I don't know. Um, I felt like they did what they could with the time they was given and the circumstance they was given. So, um, should Zelina be beating Piper? It's a valid question. That that yeah, you know that that's my only thing. It's like okay, and she hit a I cold mean, red on her. She did, and let's. I heard about that. Yeah, I saw the actual gif. Yeah, I say gif. Fight me. Yeah. Um, I saw the gif. Uh, mad props to Piper. Yeah. <laughs> People forget how good she is. People have forget how good um the well Thea is. Yeah. yeah. And um, I remember them having a match in a previous tournament. And that match was actually pretty good because it actually got, you know, time. But, you know, yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations to Zelina Vega. Uh, a no-holds-barred match. Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Okay. Here's the part where I don't you – know, I, I, here's the part where I don't totally bury the match. I actually thought this was decent. Um, personal feelings about Goldberg aside – he worked really hard in this match. Um, maybe, arguably, the best match Goldberg's had since he's been back um, to WWE. Um, the only other match that I might say was decent was the one he had with Brock. Not the one he beat Brock in, like, 27 seconds or whatever. The one they had at the WrestleMania the following um, year. Um, that one was actually pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Goldberg... He took a, a table bump. He went through the barricade and then the spear off the stage through the tables. Like, Goldberg worked pretty hard here. We all knew Bobby was going to do the job, but um, yeah, I actually don't have anything bad to say about this match. What about you, Jonathan? Um, I, I, I'm thinking 
in the back of my mind when I watch this match that this is probably going to be it for Goldberg. Because, like Jesus. Said, because like you said, like you said, he put in the work for yeah. this. Yeah. And like in any other time, we've seen like when we, when you face the Undertaker, mm-hmm. when you faced anybody else that's in a, like a similar weight class or a similar weight to him, he struggled with that jackhammer. Yeah, yeah. Like struggled immensely with that jackhammer. Yeah. And yeah. against Bobby Lashley, almost he almost killed just, Undertaker. Yes, like, like dumped him on his dome. Yeah, but with when Lashley, is the first time. Yeah, true. See Bret Hart. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. when, when uh, when he lifted Lashley, it was effortless. He just yeah, like, hooked him, bam, up, and, and, and then taking the dive off the stage. I'm like, yeah, oh, this is impressive. Yeah, is and credit to Bobby impressive. Lashley, uh, because a lot of credit needs to go to Bobby Lashley for it. Um, Bobby Lashley's outside. You heard, you heard me. Um, but um, yeah, credit to Bobby Lashley <laughs> for going up so easy for for Goldberg and and mm-hmm. really getting him through that match. So uh, yeah, props to both of them on that one. I, again, not a Goldberg fan by any stretch of the imagination, but Goldberg did his thing in that. Um, yeah, he did. so we had Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor <laughs> for the Kingdom. Why is she already laughing? Why? Is she I don't know. Laughing? <laughs> Me, we good? Like, like, yeah, I just, <laughs> another one that I called. You did? Uh, no, but I mean, yeah. We all want Xavier Woods to get this, though. At, you know, it's like Xavier Woods has been saying that he wants to be king of the ring for years, yes. like since he was a kid, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, Xavier Woods, the new king of the ring. This was a good back and forth match as well. Um, some good wrestling on the show. I definitely will give them credit for that. Um, and yeah, Xavier Woods is the king of the ring. Um, anything about this, John? Um, I kind of saw it like V. I kind of saw it coming. You, yeah. you, you've pushed the other two wrestlers and you've made them champion. You got to give him something. Like, yeah, you know. Brackets aside, and who won, and who was facing who, and storyline aside, it was about time you pushed Xavier into something individual. Yeah, and, I agree. And and they played into the childhood storyline of I want to be king of the ring. This was just the perfect opportunity to just go ahead, let him have it. Now, what they do following this is yeah. going to be key because what would be the point of the big buildup of King of the Ring have him win it? Have the big coronation, and then you don't do anything with it. So yeah, that's the yeah. key for me. Um, I mean, traditionally, heels do better with the King of the Ring than baby faces. So I, I'm, I'm interested. I am interested to see what they do with Woods now because he can't really be like that cowardly, you know, um, heel uh, as King of the Ring. He's, he's a baby face. So, I. Normally speaking, once you win King of the Ring, isn't that supposed to put you in a title opportunity? Uh, That's how it used to be. Yeah. So, I mean, does Woods now get a a shot at Roman? He's on SmackDown, right? God, no. (laughs) That's not so. I mean, if he doesn't get a shot at Roman, then what's the point of even doing the King of the Ring? I mean, in in a fan's perspective, yes. Yeah. But in reality, no. I mean, not Not even like on a one-off? Like a a one-off type pay-per-view. No? no, because <laughs> I mean, it would be cl- it would be classic. It would be classic heel dominate sixty percent of the match. Face gets a push, mm-hmm. then heel squashes him, and heel wins. 
that, mm. that that that's what it would be. It wouldn't be a like back and forth 50-50 match. And if you're not if you're not gonna give me that, then yeah. I don't want it. So V, I know you didn't watch the match, but what do you think they do with Woods now? Um <clears throat> in this case, I think personally, um for him, just let him be himself. And I don't think see he specifically said, you know, it's not the title that he's looking for. You know, he's not looking for a title or anything. He specifically wanted King of the Ring. And if we just let him have that and just have him bask in it. Yeah. I think that's just fine. I don't think this has to lead necessarily to a title shot or opportunity. Watch the vernacular. Yeah. It's banned. Yeah, um, right. I think yeah. using the you know the traditional logic, I think that will work better for Zelina because she's a heel, allegedly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. well, Monday kind of solidified that, but yeah. I, I think that you know, for her, I think it'll be the best case moving forward um, when that time does come. But for Xavier, just let Xavier bask in this moment. I don't think that particularly has a lead to a title shot. I'm saying shot. Okay, title yeah. shot. So, so V, do you think do you think with Xavier winning that would have nothing to do with future storyline? This is just a this is just a give him something that he always wanted, and now that he has it. We'll move on to what we had planned originally, or are we, or are we going to actually use that as a pushing point? Because uh, King Corbin won King of the Ring too, I think, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it really didn't lead. It really didn't lead to a big, big title run. Or yeah. I think he had one shot, maybe. He had, a, yeah. He he, he, faced he had one shot. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, what do you think? Is this is this a the boyhood dream has come true moment or is this a you know something we're gonna follow up on this and if so um, where does that put and if so where does that put Kofi Kingston see uh, the people the people and I mean the people of Twitter mm-hmm. um have been advocating for I'm I'm just gonna keep it real quick stop trying to advocate for a new day breakup it's not gonna it's happen. not gonna happen <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not gonna happen so I think this is a childhood dream come true situation. I don't think this is going to lead to it. And I don't, and honestly for Xavier, I don't think it should. Not that I'll, not that I don't think that Xavier Woods could, um, you know, hold a title, whether it's the main title or mid-card title. It's just the fact that does he need it at this point? Mm. I mean, it would help. In my yeah, opinion, yeah. it, it would help. Okay, the the next person just doesn't want it. Hmm. I mean, it it goes back to that old saying: if you're not there to win championships and be the then guy, what here for? then what are you there yeah. for? I mean, he's won championships. I mean, granted, only tag team only tag right. team championships, yeah. but. He's still won championships nonetheless. So, I mean, maybe I could see an Intercontinental title run from him. Yeah. I think that 
it should stop there. Not that I don't think the man is the main eventer. It's just the I fact that I yeah. think if there's going to give him any kind of title, I think the Intercontinental title is where he should be. Or United States, either one. Either one. Yeah, either one. Contract. Same. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's keep going because uh, we do have a lot to talk about. Not a lot of time tonight. <laughs> so um, we have the WWE Championship match, Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Um, this was really good. This was a really, really good WWE Championship match. Um, Drew looked great. Big E looked great. They worked well together. Uh, and Big E beats Drew McIntyre clean. Big E click, uh, kicked out of the Claymore. I mean, I, this was just really good. Um, credit to Drew McIntyre as well. Uh, that's all I really got to say about this. Like, this was probably the either – it was the best singles match on the show for me. Um, I know – not counting the cell because that's like their its own separate entity to me. But without all of the gimmicks and everything like that, it was the best match on the show. Would you? Think uh, uh, I agree, no. and I think, uh, and I think not a lot is being said for Drew McIntyre and his stance right now, for actually, you know, he him having his moment as champ and having his run, and now it's almost seeming like even though he's not one of those grizzled 25 20 25 years in wwe veteran yeah he's he's doing the jobs not in the negative way right because you yeah. know biggie biggie winning the championship was big but now you got to put something behind it yeah like you got to have some big names that he sits there and retains against yeah so so Drew doing the job, I mean, that's a really, really good look, and it says something for him, because he could have easily said, oh, man, look, look, I'm not about to do the job to Big E. I've been WWE champion how many times, and I've carried the company through a pandemic, and I've done this, that, and the other. I'm not jobbing for Big E, but, I mean, he did what he had to do. He's a team player, and that's very commendable. That's very commendable. I definitely agree, and I I think that... um... I think the match really solidified Big E as a world champion. You know, I think it, it really did that for him. So, um, again, credit to Drew McIntyre um, for going out there and doing what needed to be done. And um, I look forward to seeing what uh, Big E continues to do as champion. So, all right, let's keep going. Uh, in the main event, we had for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Um, again, I thought this was another really good triple threat match. Three of the top stars in this industry going at it. Um, I kind of called Becky retaining here. <laughs> um, you know, so no, yeah, you did. Becky retains. She is still the SmackDown Women's Champion. She cheated to win, but I, is it really cheating? It was a triple threat match, so it's not really cheating. I know Bianca said that she cheated on Raw. But it's a triple threat match. Like, there is no cheating. There's no DQ. So, she did win through shenanigans, I guess. But, you know. Um, but, but, but so, so now we're saying there's no difference between DQs and rope breaks. Is that what, is that what we're saying? <laughs> well, it's always confusing, though, right? Because is when that they line say that DQ, blurred. It is because think about it, right? This goes back to what Austin, what Stone Cold said from WrestleMania 17. When they made that match between him and The Rock, no disqualification, right? Mm-hmm. And they had did a spot where 
Rock had Austin in a sharpshooter, and Austin got to the ropes, and the hole was broken. And Austin even said years ago, like just like watching the match back, he, he was like, "Man, no, uh, we shouldn't have broke the hole there, you know, that because it was no DQ. Like the referee messed up and the performance messed up because it was no DQ. So technically speaking, I guess it's I get it, I guess it is blurred because there isn't a rope. It's not supposed to be a rope break in a no disqualification match. But if you're pinning me, and I grab the ropes, the count's supposed to be stopped. So exactly. it's very, it's very strange. It's very strange. I, I didn't, I didn't like, and maybe it's me. Yeah. But when I was watching this match, and maybe it's because they were in Saudi Arabia or anything yeah. like that, but did this match seem a little bit slower than the usual ones in a little in bit the states? It almost seemed bit. like the temp, the tempo wasn't because I, cause, I mean, we all know uh, Sasha, Becky, and Bianca can go. We all know that. We all know that. And yeah. we've seen them in, we haven't seen them in triple threat matches yet, but we've seen them one-on-one and we've seen the action like on Raw and SmackDown. And it just seemed like it was a whole lot faster than what I saw at the Crown Jewel. And I think that kind of threw me a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. was like, well, let's pick up the pace a little bit. Let's, but I mean, I think they other than that, towards the end, but you know. yeah, other than that, other than that for me, I mean, I think the right person won. Yeah. And, um, and of course, it led to I guess what we're gonna talk to you later. But yeah, we're gonna uh, get there. Uh, but uh, but the, it was cool. The, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was good for what it was. Um, you know, and we got this very memorable. Uh, <clears throat> this very memorable shot of Bianca here that I'll put on the screen. There, there it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 just great. I mean, <laughs> that is wonderful. I mean, that's wow. That, that's that. That's that. Well, fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and the fact that she was doing, she was doing it, and I and Sasha was making a face too, and they was kind of looking at each other, and Bianca's looking at her, kind of like, see what you did? <laughs> like, I, I just, yeah. I, I love it. Like, you see what you did? <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. I thought it was great. Let me uh, try to fix this screen here. Um, you know, we're live, <laughs> so. But anyway, um, there we go. But yes, overall, I thought it was a good triple threat match. Um, a little bit slower, but yeah, I thought it was good. And I know I called that the main event. It was the co-main event. The main event was for the Universal Championship. It was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock versus Roman. You know, what can, what can we really say? Brock versus Roman. Uh, the story is there was a ref bump, which can we just say... Charles Robinson deserves like all of his flowers. Okay. You need to give that man all of all of the accolades that he has earned. I mean, he just took a great high flat back bump off of F5 or something like that. It, it, it looked crazy. Um, so V, you didn't see the spot, but basically, or I don't know if you saw the spot, but yeah, the spot was Brock had Roman up for the F5, and as he's F5 and Roman. Charles mm-hmm. Robertson's right next to Roman. So mm-hmm. Roman's legs catch Charles Robertson and he jumps up for a flat back. <laughs> okay, so he jumps up, takes a flat back ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looked great. It looked great. Charles Robertson's out. We get a ref bump. And of course, this leads to Paul Heyman having to make a decision. So he just throws the title into the ring, like in the middle. And it's like whoever gets it first. So now they're having a tug of war over the title. Where have I seen that before? Um, they're having a tug of war over the title, and 
the Usos. Hey, just we're just gonna keep going. The Usos come in, <laughs> super, kick, super kick Brock Lesnar. Um, Roman hits a title shot to the head. Uh, which okay, a lot of times title shots to the head do not look good. This one looked really good. Okay, mm-hmm. this one really, really looked good. Um, Brock didn't get up one, two, three. Um, Roman Reigns is still the head of the table, the tribal chief, the universal champion. Um, and Crown Jewel went off the air with Brock looking upset. Uh, John, what'd you think about the, uh, the whole thing and all of that? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brock looking upset. Yeah. Um, I mean, good storytelling with Paul Heyman. Yeah. Um, because I mean, do I, if you really paid attention to Paul Heyman throughout that entire match, yeah. he was hella conflicted. Oh, yeah. And he oh, was yeah. just like, he didn't know what to do. The confidence on his face that he usually has for holding the title up for the people. Yeah. He, like, blah, blah, blah. But none of that, none of that against Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's good. That's good storytelling right there. That, I agree. That's I agree. masterful storytelling. Um, I like the fact that it took Brock Lesnar more than three minutes to pull off his German suplexes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, yeah. The way the Roy Roman grabbed for the ropes and, mm-hmm. and tried to. I like that. Um, telling, yeah. I so much didn't like the ending too much, but I understood it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen a pinfall, whether it was shenanigans or not. But yeah. with him, I mean, we did see a pinfall, but. Yeah. But with him getting hit with the title. Brock doesn't lose strength. Right. Yeah. That's that's that he was screwed. Like yeah, he was screwed. Yeah. He so. was screwed. And and then like I said, storytelling being a main focal point in wrestling, all of that told the story for the following show. And, and I'm not gonna say anything because we're gonna talk about it later, but no, we're gonna get right into it actually in a second. Every yeah. everything everything came together in that Brock uh Brock Roman match. So. Yeah. Uh, what do you give Crown Jewel as a whole? Hmm. Other than the Zelina Vega match, yeah. And I didn't get to say I didn't get to say what I wanted to about Zelina Vega. Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. I I didn't understand that the fact that she won at all. Not saying she's not deserving, but yeah. you just got her out of a storyline with Carmella, mm-hmm. where she really wasn't doing much. Yeah. Uh, Give or take, and then you. She was enhancement talent, right? And I hate to say you, it like that, but she was enhancement talent. Yeah, and then you launch her to the Queen's Crown tournament winner. Yeah, something has to be. This goes back to Xavier. There has to be a tail end to this. Whether she goes on and challenges for a title five, six months from now, or either she starts a stable or. Even even if she takes it to NXT and uses the Queen's Crown thing to kind of like a Mandy Rose type joint. Oh, we'll get to something, Mandy Rose. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. It has to be some kind of come up and I have to have a payoff. Because to take now, it from where she was to that kind of puzzled a little bit. Now, if you look at typical WWE booking, they usually do this, right? They have you, they like they kind of bury you a little bit, or they have you lose a lot. When they're getting ready to give you a big win, we see it all the time with like the Bunny in the Bank uh, winners. Like they go on this losing streak, and then out of nowhere, they cash in the Money in the Bank, and now they're champion. 
We see it all the time. So maybe that's what they was doing with Zelina. It's like, it's some weird psychology thing of, okay, we're going to kill you first and make you like kind of earn this thing or whatever. And then we'll start pushing you or whatever. So she's not the only one, you know, they do this all the time. Um, but I definitely hear what you're saying. I hope there is some type of payoff. I hope the payoff wasn't her winning this tournament. I hope there it leads to more. And then that's um, it. Yeah. Right. So, um, other than that, yeah. other than that, I'll give it a. Ooh, I want to give it a near fall, but ooh, I'll I'll give it a near fall. Goldberg Goldberg's performance gave me a near fall. You know what? I'm gonna go with you. I I think this was this one. This was the the best crown jewel pay per view they've done. They've uh, done ever. all of them. Done. Yeah, ever. Um, and it was a really solid show. So yeah, I, I'm with you. Near full show here for WWE. Um, okay. Surprisingly, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, on, but on paper, this looked good. That's why I was trying to get V to watch it, but you know, V doesn't want to watch. It's okay. But no. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but I I was like, on paper, this looks like it could be a really solid show. I remember yeah. I've been saying this, but you know, and it was so. All right, let's keep going. Let's go right into SmackDown since we uh covered Crown Jewel. Um, let's get get up the graphic for SmackDown Live. There it is. All right, so SmackDown, SmackDown opened with our Tribal Chief, the head of the mm-hmm. table, the Universal Champion, coming out there gloating about his win in Saudi Arabia. He said he beat. Brock Lesnar from pillar to post. Uh, I recall it a little bit differently, but okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and he said Brock Lesnar scared of him. That's why Brock's not here right now. You know, and he said, you know what? My job here is done. I'm leaving because I did what I said I had to do. You know, I went in, beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he ain't here. I'm going home. Uh-uh, not so quick. Right? Brock Lesnar shows up. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there is a battle between Roman and Brock and Brock gets the best of Roman the Usos try to come out there gets the best of the Usos now Brock is uncontrollable he's bumping officials he's throwing around referees and producers and you know all kind of stuff um and then Paul uh Paul I'm about to call him Paul Pierce what is going on with me tonight Adam Pierce <laughs> Paul Pierce is the back. <laughs> you know what it is? These win at green. I got flashbacks to the Celtics. But anyway, so like, Adam Pierce, why would like, you do that? Yes. Like, <laughs> Use me as a fucking excuse. <laughs> All right. Uh, passing the now. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Adam Pierce comes out. That Pierce. He comes out there and he has to suspend Brock Lesnar for his actions. Brock hears this. F5's Adam Pierce out of his pants almost um twice <laughs> <laughs> hits him with the microphone while he's on the that was hilarious. He he hit him with the microphone while he was on the ground and you just see Pierce like, <laughs> like I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Um so Brock Lesnar is suspended indefinitely. We know this is just a way to get Brock Lesnar off of TV. What did you guys think about this opening segment that took 40 minutes of our time here? Oh, by the way, if, if anybody's a fan of actual wrestling on SmackDown, you didn't get that much of it. Um, but go ahead, take it away, V, and then we'll pass it to Jonathan. Um, so I'm not gonna lie, I like slipped in and out of sleep during this part. Only because it was forty goddamn minutes. <laughs> it was a long segment. 
Okay, yeah. what the good. fuck? Like, <laughs> oh my god, I I love Roman, I do, but yeah. I don't need forty minutes, like <laughs> not forty consecutive minutes. Because they went to commercial after Roman came out there to wait for Brock, and then Brock didn't come out, and then they went to another commercial, I think, and then finally Brock comes out, and then they go to a commercial after Brock beats up everybody. Right, and then they go to a commercial after Brock beats up Adam Pierce. Like it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was forty minutes consecutive. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of these. Yeah, but um, it was good. Uh, it was good. It was just so fucking long. Like, yeah, please <laughs> cut it down. Yeah. Uh Jonathan, what you thought? Um, I, I, I am sitting here and officially lit up. Because I am so happy to see WWE take a storyline in a direction where it doesn't seem like it's so written. Yeah. It almost seemed real. Like yeah. it was just like it was like, okay, so Brock's enraged, he comes out and beats up the entire company. Yeah, yeah. And then Adam Pierce comes out as authoritative characters have done before in the past. Yeah. I have no other choice but to <laughs> yeah. suspend you indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. And then the crowd is like, oh. Mm-hmm. And so he comes back out yeah. and just demoralizes say? him physically. Yeah. Like that, see, that that's wrestling to me right yeah. there. Like not not the not the cheesy, uh, yeah, you've been you've been indefinitely suspended. And then yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Nah, nah, yeah. I'm about to I'm about to throw you three rows into the left side of the crowd. <laughs> That's what I'm about to do. Yeah. And it, it just showed it sh- it showed me signs of back in 2008, 9, 10, 11, back mm-hmm. when back when wrestling had a reality type vibe about it. Instead yeah. of the instead of the Disney playbook being opened up and everybody knows the hero always wins and blah 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 blah. Um it was cool. It was long. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Very long. But I mean, it was cool and like you said, it's a reason to get him off TV and that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Okay. So backstage we had Sonya um checking on Adam Pierce because you know, now she's in charge cuz Adam Pierce is hurt. Um, Naomi walks up to her. She blows Naomi off, and Naomi, of course, just walks away. I'm just like, really? Okay. So dumb. So yeah, like, I think they're slow burning them. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Um, as Drew long McIntyre, as they don't, as long as they don't book her team, Naomi, that'll be yeah, ironic. Oh, that'll be all ironic things. But they're gonna slow. They're gonna slow burn it to the point where people ain't gonna care no more. Like, there's gotta be I mean, something. That's all. Like why does it? Why hasn't it been to a point where Naomi hasn't hauled off and slapped a fire out of Sonya Deville yet? Yeah, like you gonna sit there and I'm on this job and you gonna you gonna you gonna no show me? Like you're not gonna sell for me or nothing? Yeah, and I'm sitting here begging for a match. Yeah. I slap the fire out you, man. You better <laughs> you better re- acknowledge me. Acknowledge, me. yeah, yeah. There you go. Nice right, uh, reference to the bloodline there. So. During this backstage segment, Drew McIntyre was also back there, and he said he was going to go out there and issue an open challenge. Sami Zayn uh, answers the open challenge. We get Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn, which, okay, at least it's fresh. 
I like this, and I also like the finish of this match where Sammy is going three, two, one, <laughs> and he runs in and he catches a Claymore. I thought that was that was awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, nice nice win for Drew McIntyre here. What did you guys think? Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he ran to that Claymore, yeah. I laughed a little bit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I feel like I know this is gonna go in there. Oh, yeah. there it is, right there. <laughs> yeah, but that was cool. Um, okay, Mansoor versus Ali again. Mansoor wins. Um, we got, yeah, we got Hit Row versus local talent. Hit Row. Sorry. You know, yeah, I, hit, I love him. Oh, yeah, I money, mean, money, 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 money. There was a little bit of a disconnect because B Fab wanted the music stopped and they kept playing it very low, and you could tell it was throwing them off because they were not like able, they weren't rapping to the beat, they was trying to do it a cappella, right? But of course, the old white men that was in the back um, didn't understand that they needed it cut off. Um and yeah, cause Bab said twice, cut the music, cut the music, and they kept going. I'm just like, all right. But other than that, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, other than that, Hit Row looked impressive. No problem, sir. Uh, we had Nakamura versus Happy Corbin. Um, Happy Corbin defeat Shinsuke. Stop me if you guys have anything to say. No. Great. Um, I forgot. I forgot. Um, Shinsuke was the interim champion. I did too until he came out with the IC title. I was like, "Oh yeah, Shinsuke is the IC champion." Yeah. Um, and it, that's nothing against Shinsuke. Shinsuke is great. No, but you know, it's more to the booking. But all right. Um, let's go to the main event of the show here. This is what we what everybody wants to talk about. All right. So we had a. And B's laughing already. Did I, did I miss the, something? The girls I, are well, fighting. The girls are fighting. Oh, yeah, they were. Ooh, they don't like each other. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we had a title swap segment. Um, Becky had already been talking about she wants to be two belts Becky again. And she wanted to go on SmackDown. Let's fight. Charlotte didn't seem too interested. Um... And anything. But anyway, um, so let's just give a synopsis of what happened here, right? Sonya says, Becky, give up the title. Becky says, Charlotte first. Sonya says, the, um, Charlotte, you give it the title, Charlotte. Charlotte says, Becky first. Okay, we get a little bit of a back and forth here. Eventually, Charlotte puts, like, takes the title off of her waist and she holds it up. And she drops the title. Very disrespectful. Okay. Anybody that's a traditionalist in, in the wrestling business knows one that was disrespectful to Becky, that was disrespectful to the title, and it's disrespectful to everybody that held that championship. Um, Charlotte just drops it on the ground. Becky, as a receipt, throws the SmackDown championship at Charlotte. Um, eventually, we do get Sasha coming out there, and uh, there's a little bit of a fight between Sasha and Charlotte, and SmackDown goes up the air um, with Sasha and Charlotte, you know, fighting, and Sasha standing tall. Um, but that's not really the story. The story is Charlotte here. Um, the girls are fighting. They don't <laughs> what happened here? 
that segment was awful. So I, I just want to start by saying that I hate the concept of swapping titles. Yeah. It, it's like, okay, when New Day and Street Profits did it, at least that was decent. I didn't like it, but it was, at least it was decent. This here, this got some stank on it. It, it got it. Got, yes, sir. It, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's a lot of, you know, rumors and speculation upon the dirt sheets. Yeah, I think I got the the most accurate story, but we'll get there. I that segment was a mess. Yeah, Sasha saved it. She did barely. <laughs> she didn't. Sasha barely. did not save that segment. I oh, mean, if Sasha, if Sasha would have came out there, it'd have been real ugly. True. I mean, but Sasha was always supposed to come out there, so it's like I mean, yeah, she's always it, supposed to be a part of the segment. Was, it was um, I don't know what's going on. The the girls are mad at each other. Um, no, Charlotte's mad, and I'm gonna. So I all okay. right. So from what I've seen, right, and mm-hmm. what was supposed to allegedly happen was Charlotte was supposed to give up the title first, right? She was supposed to hand the title to Becky first so Becky holds it up and shows that she's Becky two belts or whatever and then eventually she does give over the title to Charlotte Um, and that was supposed to be how the segment was going Charlotte dropping the title was not a part of it and even when Becky threw the Smackdown title at her I don't even notice Charlotte dro- dropped that one too and she had to pick it up and Sonya was even mad she, and you could hear her pick it up pick it up like because Sonya was, was, was pissed off about it um, from what I'm hearing, they got to the back. It was a heated exchange. I'm talking about they almost came to like blows backstage. Um, and several talent were able to get in between them. And it, it's just sad because Becky and Charlotte behind the scenes have always been the best of friends. So it really it's crazy that like it's deteriorated so much over the last few years. But I'm going to be honest, without going on this long like rant about it, I think this all started back in 2018 where they decided they wanted to go with Becky. Um, they being the company wanted to go with Becky and they had Becky turn heel, but it didn't work because everybody wanted to cheer for Becky. And remember who they wanted her to turn heel against? Yeah, it was against Charlotte, right? I think that was the first strike. And then the whole thing with Ronda... Because they weren't even, like, I, I think it was supposed to be Ronda versus Charlotte. It wasn't, Becky wasn't even supposed to be in that match. But because Becky got so over, they put Becky, not only did they put Becky in the match, she she goes over and wins the match. Strike two for, you know, for, for Charlotte there with Becky. And her overall, like, you know, un, like discomfort with the company. I think the third thing was a mixture between her father leaving, Andrade being fired. Like, I think she's just so frustrated with everything going on in WWE that she's just like, she's had it up to here. And I've heard people saying that, like, she's probably trying to get herself fired at this point. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy because these met Ashley, the person, right? Mm-hmm. I've met Ashley, the person. Ashley is a sweetheart, like, or was. So to see her do like this 180. Something is going on there, right? Something's going on there because a few years ago, even like maybe a year and a half ago, 
she was like perceived as like one of the nicest people in the whole industry by everybody. You know, now I'm here. She's hard to work with. And I'm like, this is the same Ashley Flair. Like, you know, so she's hard to work with. She's stiffing girls. She's not. She's no selling all this other stuff. We saw a little bit of it with Naya. Right, maybe the Nia stuff. Well, that's makes true. Now, yeah, maybe the yeah, Nia stuff makes more sense. Everybody was blaming Nia, but is it really Nia's fault? Think about that. You know, it's so who I won't fight is anybody that's Simone. I just I, no. <laughs> <laughs> big facts. <laughs> nope. But anyway, that was SmackDown. Um, well, I guess this will we'll we'll get more news on Charlotte. Jonathan, so, did you want to add anything? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. for what I've heard, mm-hmm. and if you pay attention to Charlotte and Andrade's, I think it's either Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like every picture they've taken, Charlotte was in AEW apparel, whether it be a hat or it be really? a shirt, or like because I know I know for sure um, they were in the weight room, Andrade mm-hmm. and Charlotte, and both of them had AEW hats on. <laughs> I know that. I know that for sure. Um, you you make you make the point about Nia. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this segment on SmackDown was a shoot. I didn't see anything anything kayfabe about this segment or it being a work or anything. Yeah, I think it's to the point where, and I use this term very carefully. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Charlotte has a sense of entitlement on her now. Because she's sat here and she's won the championship, what, 12, 13, 12 it's, times? It's 14 technically, but they're not counting her two NXT runs, I guess. So Okay, well. so, and, and it almost seems like she's giving off a vibe like, I'm better than this. Like, like I'm better than this. Uh, like, I'm, like, they always, they always say there's nobody bigger than the company. Yeah. She's giving me vibes that, look, I'm bigger than the company right mm, now. Mm. And it's. It, I mean, it's kind of disturbing to the point, and like you said, she's looking for a way out. Like, I think she wants to go to AEW, like, seriously, seriously, to yeah. one, be with her husband or her fiancé and and potentially be with her dad and everything else and the whole backstory about her dad getting fired, they're releasing Andrade, everything else. She's really just had enough, and now she's looking for a way out. That's the way I see it and the way I pertain it because – if anything, as a professional wrestler, you the product comes first. Right. right. When you're on when you're on TV, if you have an animo- if you have animosity with somebody behind the scenes, you don't take it on the other side of that curtain. You make sure the product is, you know, make sure the product is productive. You make sure people are satisfied so they'll tune in the next week or they'll buy the tickets for the next show. You yeah. don't you don't you don't bring the shoot outside, and it was, and that's exactly what she did. The, the segment went nothing like it was supposed to. It was super disrespectful. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, Dirt sheet says Sonya wanted to fight her, like literally, like fight, fight. And so- you Sonya, can see is it. A, yeah, Sonya is a, a former MMA fighter. You really <laughs> yeah. have those problems? Yeah. Like yeah. seriously, it was just, I don't know. I'm, if I was WWE, I'd have released her two weeks ago. Mm. But. I, there's no denying it was unprofessional, you know. Right, um, exactly. And but I do think like this is deep rooted. I don't think it's just one thing. I think she's been going through this for a while. 
But okay, let me ask you this, Mike. Yeah. Do you think Charlotte did this because a she knew she could get away with it because one, you're not just gonna hand over a Charlotte Flair to AEW. Because if you sit there, you be unprofessional and they release you. Guess what? I'm going to the competition. Yeah. And that's not what WWE wants right now. Yeah. They, so they, they said, can't I can afford to lose her. Right. So she so she has the mentality, well, you can't afford to lose me, so I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I think it is a little. Well, you mentioned it before, the entitlement. Right. And right. I, I think that I think to answer your question, I think that, yeah, she's she feels like she can get away with it because, yeah, they can't they're not going to fire her. Although, you know what? I don't think anybody is like untouchable in WWE. Like once they fired like Braun Strowman and and Bray Wyatt and people like that, I'm like, anybody can get it now at this point. You know, anybody. (laughs) So I don't think she's untouchable. I, I do think that at this point, it would be tough because she is champion um, and she is Charlotte. Like, let's not let's not sit here and act like Charlotte is not one of the best wrestlers in the world. Right. So it's like you don't want to risk Charlotte just going over to AEW. as, as unprofessional as she is right now, which, again, is mind blowing to me. Um, but it is what it is. Um, I think that eventually they're going to stop pushing her and she's probably going to just get pushed down the card. And maybe once her contract is up, she doesn't renew and then she goes off the AEW. But I don't see them just releasing her. That'd be too easy. Right. I mean, way too easy. You know. So 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 did you hear about um, apparently Charlotte was a big advocate of Bianca and didn't like the fact that Becky went over I heard Bianca that. as quick as she did. Yeah, I heard that, that. that was another I heard story I heard, yeah, that, I heard that, that Charlotte was a very big advocate of Bianca. Yeah, she wasn't happy. She hated the twenty-seven happened. second finish. Exactly. Yeah, she that's said another, that, that. That's another yeah. cup of gasoline right there. Apparently, she went to Vince, like, like from what I heard, and was like, "That was BS," and you know it. And I was like, "Whoa," you know. So she didn't like it. Right. To this point, before I forget, now that you mentioned it about the title swap with this. I don't think it's horrible because they both won the title the same night. You see what I'm saying? So they both had the same amount of days as champion. Becky beat Bianca at SummerSlam. Charlotte beat Nikki at SummerSlam. So technically, they are on, like, with the Street Profits and the New Day, they had won the titles at different times, which it was like, okay, how do you just switch? It's different. It's a different lineage. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you just... All right, you guys are SmackDown champions now. But in terms of like Becky and Charlotte, I actually didn't I don't like the concept. Don't get me wrong. I don't I hate just swapping the titles. But technically speaking, they did win it at the same event. So mm-hmm. it's not that crazy. You know, now somebody else would have won the title, like let's say a month before, and then they just was like, All right, well, yeah, Charlotte, you won it at SummerSlam, but let's say Bianca, you won it last month. Yeah, we're still gonna just Act like you guys were, you know, it's the same time. No, that would be stupid. But right. yeah, I just wanted, I just remembered that. But SmackDown, SmackDown, what did you guys, uh, what do you guys give the show? I'll let B go first. Uh, I'll give it a two count. Two count? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give it a two count as well. Uh, one count. One count for SmackDown. Okay. Brock, right. segment, Brock segment was too long and topple it with Charlotte. Yeah. 
One count. Okay. That's fair. I can I can I was entertained, <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it it was not uh it was an awful segment, but it's like one of those like yeah. All right, let's keep going. I I want to mention a couple of things. Um first off, Bound for Glory was on Saturday. Uh I'm not going through the whole card, but um the inspiration won the tag team titles. Uh congratulations to Cassie and Jesse. Yes, I'll definitely clap for that. Um Trey Miguel, one of the rascals, um, won the X Division Championship. Um, Trey works very hard down there at Impact, so happy for him. Um, the Good Brothers are still the Impact Tag Team Champions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this the and apparently that AEW Impact deal is like done now at Bound for Glory. Yeah. Um, which okay, Mickey James. Wins the knockouts championship, which I'm pretty sure I predicted on this show as well. But, um, <laughs> uh, but because who else is gonna beat Deanna? She's beating everybody. Deanna's yeah. legitimately, let me say, which camera? Let me say this right now Deanna Perazzo is <laughs> not, it's only one camera. <laughs> I'm two, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, Deanna Perazzo is one of the best wrestlers in the world currently. All right, I don't think Deanna gets enough credit for. Her wrestling ability and impact, it's because she's an impact. That's why she doesn't get enough credit. But Deanna has been on a run since, like, last year. You know, so I am happy that Deanna got the long run with the title. But congratulations to Mickey James. Knockout champion again. No problem with that. Um, Okay. So we had two title changes in the main event. Christian Cage loses the championship to Josh Alexander, but then a minute later, with Josh Alexander's kid and wife in the ring, Moose cashes in his call your shot um, opportunity, uh, and he wins the Impact World Championship for the first time. Moose is now the Impact World Champion. Um, wow. <laughs> and that was pretty much bound for glory. There was other stuff that happened, but that was pretty much bound for glory. Man. Jonathan shaking his head. Go ahead, Jonathan. Talk to us. <laughs> oh, man, listen. <laughs> I, I don't know Moose in his in his personal life. I don't yeah. know him outside the ring. Right. But for what I, I sat there and watched that clip, Moose is an asshole, man. Like, like, like that, like that character. Yeah, I, yeah, this, yeah. This, that yeah. character, like I said, I don't know him outside the ring. He could be, right. he could be a Mark Henry outside of the ring. He could be a Titus O'Neil type person out of the ring. But character wise, that was probably the biggest asshole move I have ever seen in my life. In front of his wife and his child, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I Bro, love what I, I I loved it because Josh is like, no, no, not right now, no, no. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to get his kids. He's trying to get his kid yeah, and his wife. His kids, wife out of, out of way. Like, and they're still in the ring. They're still in the ring. Boom, spear. One, two, three. And Shocks that he's so credit to Josh Alexander for selling that spear. Yeah, yeah. It was a great even, spear. Even though this, even though this was a work. Yeah. I don't think I could have sold a spear like that. Not in front of my child, my yeah. boy. Not yeah. no, especially when he's at that age and he don't understand. Mm-hmm. He don't, and he sees his dad just win a championship, and yeah. it's a weight. It's a great, it's a great moment for the family, and the child is proud. 
and then he gets his whole abdomen taken off. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a great spare. We used man. to call it the no jackhammer needed spare. I don't know. I think he's calling it the lights out spare now. But he used to call it the no jackhammer needed spare as a, a rib on Goldberg. You know, because Goldberg needed a spear and a jackhammer. But That's a long name for a Yeah, the no jackhammer needed spear. Look it up if you guys don't remember. But, yes. Now I think he just calls it the lights out spear. But, um, yeah. I mean, from what I hear, Bound for Glory was really good. I didn't watch the whole show. But I did see a couple of matches and a couple of clips. So, um, yeah. Um, that was Bound for Glory. <laughs> um, a couple of notes on Dynamite as we, like, try to... Go through this, right? So Dynamite, again, I'm not even going to look at my notes for this. The only thing that really stuck out, I know Brian Davidson had a match against uh, Dustin. Um, that was pretty good. Um, we also had, in the main event, Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Um, and you had to get some color in it because it's a Cody match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we had uh, we had old, the old double juice, pal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So Malachi was cut open, cut open. Um, Cody was cut open, um, which is fine. This was the third match. AW does not have a no color ban or whatever, you know. So, which is cool. It is an adult show. Like it's more of an adult show, which I can appreciate. Um, hmm. Cody gets to win over Malachi after like shenanigans. Like they literally threw everything at this match. Um. We had a table spot. We had um, an Andrade run in, I think. We had pack a pair. Like, we had all kind of stuff going on um, at the end of this show. Um, but Cody gets the win here. You guys got to say about that. V? Yeah, I let V lead. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. All no. of that preparation for. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so do you think this is the right move to have Cody no. finally get a win? Yeah, I, I don't we kinda expected it once it was like the third match. It's like okay. I mean it was yeah, we saw it coming. It doesn't hurt Malachi, like especially since there was so much shenanigans going on there. Like it doesn't hurt him. Um but I'll tell you what does hurt him. Well, in the perception of the people, but we'll get there. Jonathan, what'd you think about this? Um uh... Yeah, yeah. I I would like to know. I would like to know for V why she, why he thinks it's not the right move for him. Yeah, this is when bias comes in. I take your bias and out. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> you take the bias out. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just that I. Me personally, wait, I, we we couldn't really hear that. <laughs> I said I'm not that big a fan of Cody or his wife or his brother. So, spare oh. <sighs> the whole road family, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Boy. I root for the baby though, but um, I'm always gonna root for the child. I'm always gonna root for the child. And the dog, right? The dog, Pharaoh? Right, the dog, too. Yeah. No? Oh, oh, wow. Not even a dog? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. Maybe because uh, Cody... 
You just buried me, the dog. I did. Come after me, Tina. Um, no, it's just maybe I've I've grown tired of Cody, like in general. I think that's what it is. Over the past eighteen months. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard for me to be excited to see Cody or care to see Cody. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like, oh, please go. Please go away. So yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. So when does he hang it up? Tomorrow? I mean, um. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Cody's still a young guy. <laughs> okay. So, I mean. But Cody says he doesn't want to wrestle past 40, and I think he's like 37 now. So all right. Years, like, yeah. Where's Doctor Strange at? Let's speed it up in the three years. Oh my god. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I've tried and I'm not gonna say that Cody's not talented. I'm never gonna deny he's a great wrestler. I, I, I'm never I, gonna I, deny I someone's talent unless it's um mega Um but um <laughs> I just can't get into Cody. I can't. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I just every time I see Cody, I'm like, <laughs> anybody have has watched um Rose to the Top? Yes. <laughs> you okay. know I did it. So you and I it. asked you to because <laughs> I wanted you to watch that first episode, especially with the development. No, I did. Stuff. <laughs> I did. Okay. It's a good reality show, right? Yeah, I, I'll give them credit for that. It, it is definitely a good reality show. There were people that were mad that, that you saw the last episode, John. No, uh, I didn't see the last one. No. Okay, well Malachi's on there. I'm not gonna give too much away about it, but Malachi's on there and he's like out of character and they're like hugging and every him and Cody are hugging on the show and everything like that. I didn't have a problem with it because it's a reality show, but there are people that's like it ruins the mystique of Malachi Black. The story. Exactly. Yeah, like you just we literally just watched them to try to kill each other 15 minutes ago and now they're hugging each other. On a reality show, you know, and I mean, again, we know it's a work, you know, so yeah. it's like, like, whatever. But I can see like people were saying, like, take Taker, for example, right? Like back when he was in his prom, you would not see Taker out of character. At all. Like, That's true. Doing that any true. of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, AW Dynamite. What do you guys uh, give uh, Dynamite? I kind of skipped over Rampage because it was taped. So, but yeah. What do you give uh, Dynamite? This past week, we count for dynamite. So we're not talk- we're not counting tonight. No, because I didn't I didn't I didn't watch no, it yet. So I didn't watch. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry about um, that, but yeah. No, no, you no, 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 not a problem. I like. Uh, I'll give it a two count. I like the. I especially like the MGF segment. <laughs> oh, that pretty. I really liked it. I like look. Yeah, I, I, know, I know. I know. Listen, he's an asshole, but all that means is he's doing his job and he's he doing it well. Yeah. Uh, no one, no one since Sting has been there has been able to put Sting on his back. Pause. Yeah. And and you know, in a storyline type of way, and just dominate him like that, even though it was yeah. three people. But yeah. Still. But I, still. I liked it. I liked it. I yeah, liked I, I liked it a lot, and I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I, I, I'll, um, I give it two count. Two count. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we have a two count there. Uh, yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, I didn't think it was like one of the best dynamites, but I thought it was enjoyable. Um, 
Yeah, two K. Um. Oh, and speedy recovery to Lance Archer. Very scary moment. Um, yeah. Last week. Yeah. He he went for this moon sword. It was Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer in a, a qualifying match for the AEW World Championship yeah. tournament. The championship and, tournament. Yeah, and Archer did this moonsault and landed square on his head. And I knew right when he landed, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go check on him. Check on your man. Yeah, I knew it was bad. And and shout out to Eddie Kingston for realizing and the referee. I think Bryce Rimsburg was the referee. And Bryce is really good. So I think. But um, they were able to realize, okay, Archer's hurt. Let's go home now. And I'm screaming at the TV, go home, go home, go home, go home now, <laughs> go home right now. Right? <laughs> go home right now. Go home right, right now. now. Like, you know, I feel like I was on headset. <laughs> you know, um, I can make his own gorilla position in right. the room. <laughs> Go home right now. Right now. Tell them tell them to go home. <laughs> but uh but yeah, they did. They went home. Um I think Eddie hit him with a with a maestro cradle the safest way he could and rolled them up and, and they, they went home, which smart move. You know, you gotta protect not only the talent but the person, you know. So um speedy recovery to the archer. All right, yeah. Okay. Um Raw. Okay. Um, I don't know if I want to go through the whole show, but a uh, couple of notes. A <laughs> couple of notes here. It started off with everybody coming out there demanding a title opportunity at Big E because, you know, that's what people do in WWE. Um, so it was Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. A fatal four-way ladder match was made for the end of the night. Um, thought it was a fine opening segment, but you know, it's something that we see all the time. But I thought it was creative to have a fatal four way ladder match in a main event because you don't see that often on Raw. Um, anything you guys want to say about the opening segment? No, okay. No. Well, I mean, I will say once Seth came out there, yeah, I kind of knew, knew what the end result was going to be. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of, you know, the writing's on the wall when he comes out. I'm like, Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the fact that he was the only heel out there. Uh, and, Bad uh, talent placement. Mm-hmm. Angle alert also, you know, for the end of the, the show. But anyway, um, we had Street Profits versus Dirty, Dirty Dogs versus uh, Alpha Academy. Basically, a SmackDown match on Raw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dirty Dogs defeat Street Profits and Alpha Academy, and they went on to face RK Bro for the tag team championships later on in the night. And um, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. RK Bro retains like uh, their tag yeah. team championships. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. We had a rematch between Zelina and Piper. And Zelina wins again, this time using her scepter um, when the referee wasn't looking. So, yeah, heal Zelina. <laughs> Great. Yep, heal Zelina. Yeah. The queen from Queens. All right. The queen from Queens. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Right That's a T-shirt. Send, send they better all... send a check. Yeah, they better send that check. That one. Send all checks, She want to fucking flag us and shit. Yeah. I like to send a motherfucking check, nigga. Right. <laughs> oh man! 
<laughs> you, you lost Jonathan. I don't know what happened I, there. I'd have checked out. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Let's keep going. We had a segment between Becky and Bianca. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, Becky comes out there. She's saying she beat Bianca. She beat Sasha. She beat everybody, you know. Um, and she's just running down Bianca. Bianca comes out there. And Bianca cuts a good promo. Um, yeah, really does. good promo. Uh, really good. good baby face promo. Um, ultimately, it leads to a fight between Becky and Bianca. Because Bianca wanted a match right there in Houston, Texas. Cheap pop. Um, of course, <laughs> of course, they did not do that. But um, and can we just can we just talk about how good Bianca was looking on Monday Night Raw? Good God, like yeah. that is that is a gorgeous woman. But anyway, um, gotta, ch- gotta check out again. <laughs> but uh, okay, I'm back. Y- yeah, Bianca. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes, um, shout out to Montez Ford. What? <laughs> yeah. Yes, um. But anyway, I'm trying to go through it quickly here. Bianca is going to get her match because uh, Bianca lost it after Becky called her a bitch and said get to the back of the line. Um, but uh, and, uh, they, uh, yeah, they did their little fight. And um, yeah, so Bianca Bianca's going to get her match next week on Raw. Does Bianca win? Nope. Nope. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, if this was happening at Survivor Series, I'm like, okay. Exactly. Maybe, but... Yeah, Bianca. It looks like Bianca's doing another job here. Exactly. What do you think, B? <laughs> if, if Charlotte would have dropped the title last week and Sasha would have won in Blood Money, we wouldn't be dealing with this. But um, I guess this. I guess the match they want is Charlotte versus Becky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's what. Well, since the girls are fighting, I want to see shoot fighting, knock each other out. Thank you. Okay. Um, raw raw underground. Let's get it. (laughs) Raw. No, don't don't give them any ideas to bring that back. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. (laughs) We are not. We are. Yeah. What we're not gonna do? (laughs) What we're not gonna do? But I think, but uh, like you said, big ups to Bianca. She showed like a different attitude in that. Mm-hmm. Like she, mm-hmm. she like had it. a little, she put a little bit more stank on it than she and She's yelling, does. who's the bitch now? Who's the bitch yeah, now? I, think, I was like, yeah, I like that. Like, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, 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 I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was V that commented a while back. Like, I think she's. I think he said um, that he wishes like Bianca would have a little bit more attitude in her promo. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he said something about like, oh, oh. Matter of fact, you said Bianca's too nice in her promo. That's mm-hmm. what you said. It might have been something. I think I feel like I I might have said something. Like that. Was that you, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it might have been, been me. Him. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of said us, Bianca's. Yeah. Bianca's too nice in her promo. I said she, I said that when she came when she came out smiling and all. Yeah, yeah, happy she lost. Lost. yeah. She lost. It was yeah. you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. She lost. I had a problem with that, but 
I definitely saw some fire in her in one day, and exactly. that's exactly what I needed. So, and shout out, uh, and shout out to the shout out to the appearance of the Kindle stick out of nowhere, by the way. Yeah, of course, you know you got to have the Kindle stick because yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we had uh, T Bar versus Damian Priest. Um, it went to a disqualification. Talk about fire, Damian fired up. Damian definitely fired up. Who had new music? What was wrong with his old song? I thought it was no, awesome. No. Nothing like okay. We are Carmel. We had Carmela versus Liv Morgan for the 18th hundredth time. Um, it was a funny line there. They went to the announce table. Oh, and- he's like, Congratulations, you know how to pick them. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, okay. Liv had slammed Carmela's face on the turn on the turnbuckle on the announce table, and Corey was just like, Oh my god, like you know, just selling it and everything. And yeah, Liv had said, "Congratulations on your engagement. You really know how to pick them." I was like, "Oh, oh!" Like, and then proceeds to lose the match. <laughs> but, but, uh, oh man! Even though it was, that was a nice float over face, but it was. It was. Yeah, it was nice. Great. You know, yeah. I'm gonna give Carmella flowers. Yeah. Just, a, just a couple. You know, she really improved <laughs> the way that people didn't think she would. Yeah. So, yeah. props to her. I'm just tired of Liv Morgan Please. Can we please give Liv Morgan some more, like more than what she's getting? Because this is ridiculous. And what uh, the fuck is Mia Yim? Sorry. Catering. All right. So we had Keith wow. Lee versus Cedric Alexander. Wow. So we're just gonna uh, segue uh, just uh, like into wow. that. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> wow. He was there. Where, where's Mia Yim? Catering. <laughs> so yeah, so we had Keith Lee. <laughs> so her, so her right fiance right, was yeah. actually on TV. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Come on now. Jesus. I I would like to see Miriam wrestle. Okay, but do you? you know, yeah. Yeah, I like Miriam. <laughs> I you know what? Full disclosure here, right? And I think V can uh can attest to this. I wasn't the biggest Miriam fan. It took me a while to get into Miriam. I just didn't see it for her. Like, and this is going back, like, maybe a few years ago in NXT. Over time, I started seeing more from her. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I can get behind Mia. You know, Mia's good. You know, she's good. I'm not, I don't think she's, like, a main event level talent yet. Could she get there? Possibly. But Mia's good. You know, so. All right. But speaking of Mia, Keith Lee versus Cedric Alexander. Um, Keith Lee just destroys Cedric Alexander. So much for a hurt business reunion, huh? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Theory beats Mysterio. Um, of course you want to face someone's child. Sorry. 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 Wow. No. 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 So clearly, I'm not. Clearly, I'm not. Clearly, I'm not a fan of Austin Theory. Wow. Holy. Oh my god. Water? W- water. Check, please. Yeah, like, wow. But then again, oh Dominic my... is of age. He... <laughs> oh my no, god. No, 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 Surprisingly, I think Austin and Dominic are probably like the same age, even though Austin looks older than Dominic. I think they're around the same age. Isn't Dominic like 24, 23, 24? Austin's like the same age. So it was actually two talented, well, 
two young talents going at it at a young age here, you know. So who knows what we'll see? I know who knows what we'll see going forward between these two. So um, yeah, Theory gets the win over Dominic. Um, okay, we talked about RK Bro. Uh, the main event ladder match. Uh, triple. Whoa, not triple threat match. It was a fatal four way. Boy, yeah. Mike's going through tonight. Boy. Yeah, I'm going through it. I'm, I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying to get through it. It's been a long you day. Of, you, you need one of these? Big I brothers? might. Yeah, man. I might. I might. Yeah, just send it over to New York. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we had Kevin Owens, who busted himself open hard way before the match even started. Because Kevin wanted to go in, ah, you know, to ladders and all that. Like, before, <laughs> you know, before the match even started. Um, and he almost knocked over the ladder. I don't know if you saw in the background, the ladder's falling and the fans have to like catch the ladder. Kevin doesn't notice any of this is going on because he's walking to the ring. Kevin was turned. Yeah, he was, he was lit. But, um, (laughs) Kevin, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Rey Mysterio. This was really good. Uh, Kevin took a sick, like, bump to the ladder. Um, like... Kevin always does. I'm sure Kevin's the guy like, yeah, let me take the bump. I'll do it. <laughs> like, I got the, on the ladder? Sure. I got nothing yeah. to do next week. Like, right. We're raw. You guys don't need me, right? <laughs> raw? 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 No, you can put me in the back anyway. Let me go ahead yeah. and take this. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, but Seth Rollins gets the win in a very good main event. And uh, that was pretty much Monday Night Raw, guys. Yeah. Um, what'd you guys think of this? Two count. Two count for Raw? Okay. Um, where is it? There it is. Two for count. Monday night rematch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Monday night rematch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I give it a two count as well. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was enjoyable. I thought the main event was really strong. So it was. I, I, I'll give it, yeah. Like that was a really, really good main event. So and we get Rollins yeah. versus Big E, which I'm looking forward to. So you know. Are we really leaning towards Rollins and Reigns? Oh, are, are we leaning oh. towards that? Really? Let's not. Oh. No. Nope. Up for that one. Nope. Oh. Nope. Do uh, not. Uh, nope. Let us uh, have good things. No, I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. But if they have Biggie as a traditional champion, just to get. Mm, but, but but look at who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Seth Rollins. It could happen. It could happen. I, I I don't. I think Rollins. I think Rollins is fine without a championship. Yep. Um. But I agree. I do. But all right. Look at it this way, right? Who turns babyface in that scenario? That's ooh. you know. So I think they're gonna hold off on that for a while. I don't. It would have. It would have to be Seth. That turns babyface. Yeah. Why yeah. Would you build, why would you build Roman as such a strong heel only to turn him against somebody who wouldn't be as strong of a heel in Rollins as Reigns would? True. And True. then that. And then that leads into if Big E does retain. Yeah. Don't we kind of know the end game? Because Roman has beaten. Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar, um, Ryan Danielson, Ryan Danielson, Edge. um, He's beaten all these top names. Jay and Jimmy Uso. (laughs) Not right. 
Not saying not saying Biggie is not a top name. Yeah. But what like what would the credibility be? It would only benefit Biggie for him to beat Roman. Yeah. I agree. It would only benefit him. And I, I would think I would think Roman would lose steam if he lost to Biggie because he's already beat all of these other top people. Yeah, I mean Roman should be should be in there with the biggest names possible at this point. If you're gonna beat Roman, it has to be somebody like massive. And I'm not trying to discredit Big E, but it would have to be yeah. like a, a a rock or somebody like that at this point. That, that's that's Roman. the end game for me. Yeah, I, I I think it's gonna be. I don't think they're gonna fight, mm-hmm. but I think it's gonna be a thing where Rock comes in and like tries to bring Roman back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, if that makes any sense, like, hey man, I know you good, but <laughs> you know, one of those, you know, bring it down a little bit, bro, because you know you're not bigger than the business. Right, right. Me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I. I've heard rumors that they're trying to get Braun Breaker ready. Like, and I'm just like, the kid's good. No, no, no. But but here's the thing. The kid's good. But I don't, there's no way he's ready for that type of. Need no, not, or, not even close. No, nowhere near it. But we'll get to Braun Breaker actually in like a couple of minutes. Um, But overall, yeah, Raw was, was cool. Let's get to NXT and then get about it here. Because <laughs> yes. I, I would have to watch Dynamite. So, but um, yeah. All right, NXT with uh okay. Halloween can I, Rabbit. Can I? Yeah, go ahead, please. All right, so we started off with the Scare Way to Hell ladder match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. So it was um Io Shirai and Becky Tabak versus um oh. Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Um versus Indy Hartwell and I Persia. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing Piranha. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, that match. This is a, tri- this is a triple threat. Yes. Yeah, triple threat ladder match. Oh, it was triple oh. threat battle match. Um, it was actually, you know, there was some hiccups, there was some miscommunications there, but overall, it wasn't a bad ladder match. And um, Toxic Attraction wins the title, or right. the titles. Excuse me. Um. I really want to highlight one thing that I thought Io Shirai like died. Yes. Um, <laughs> was that ladder? Was that ladder spot Man. where Indy pushed her off, and she? It looked like she was supposed to go through the ladder, but it looked like her yeah. head bounced off the ladder. She it didn't looked, hit it when she was supposed to hit it to go through. That I will say that legit. I was like, oh shit, is she okay? Is she yeah. good? Because like, you you can even tell in Indy's face she looked she. I guess the camera was on and she had to snap back into it, but she yeah. looked just like shit. Did I, fuck I think it she up? said that. I think she was like, "Oh shit!" Like she looked and I was like, "Uh, uh, somebody check on EO. <laughs> somebody give her okay." <laughs> I hear she's doing but, okay. So <laughs> no, but I did hear that she was doing okay. Um, it was it was very spot heavy, but yeah, um. Yeah, I, I think they went in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I personally think it's time for EO to up. Mm-hmm. Up. Yeah. But um, I don't know. She might have more to give NXT. I don't know. What do you guys think of it? If you saw it? 
Jonathan, you go. Right. Oh, you want me? Okay. Um, yeah, you I, I thought I thought the ladder match was strong. It was a good way to open up the show. Um, toxic attraction wins, like V said, and um, I was happy for them. I, you know, I'm a fan of Gigi Dolan, and um, I think JC Jane is talented. You know, um, Gigi's the more experienced there. She at one point had to even tell um JC to hold the title up because she was like holding it here. And I kind of like read her lips while he was on on the ti- on on the ladder. She was like, "Hold up the title, hold it up, hold it up," you know. So, um, you know, Gigi's gonna be the one that's like showing JC stuff. But yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. And I mean, we'll get to where they're going uh, in a few minutes here. But yeah, yeah it was good. Um, don't I don't care about Joe Casey. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and skip over that. It was like a oh wait, Jonathan, what did what did you, did you watch the the ladder match? I watched parts of it. I didn't. Okay. I, I I caught it in the middle and didn't catch the end, but mm-hmm. I, I figured out who won because I I read it, you know, Facebook post. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Um, I the right team won in my opinion. Like I I agree. Yeah, I'm a huge indie fan, right? Like you know, I love indie, but she's had the title already. And I don't yeah. and I don't keep up with indies as much as I should, but I do know about Gigi. Yeah. And Priscilla Kelly is probably the name that you would have heard. Right. She's okay. yeah, I think so. Yeah. And she's a worker and she's definitely I don't want to say paid her dues, but she's I think you know, she she's has, put the she's put the work in. Yeah. She's yeah. put the work in to get the credibility and this is another strap a rocket on their back and shoot them to the moon type situation. I that, agree. That needs to happen right now. Yep. So, um, I'm going to skip over Joe Gacy because I don't care about anything he does. Um, there was a open challenge made by Diamond Mine. Yeah. Um, a pick your poison match, and it was open to literally anyone. Tag team, men, women. Um, and Odyssey Jones uh, actually stepped up to the plate. Um Honestly, Jones did lose, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he yeah. did lose. Yeah. Um, the great match strike by Roderick Storm, by the way. Very, very good news. Um, the yeah. match it felt kind of like unnecessary to me. I guess for me, it's like I like Diamond Mine. I, I think you should push them. Yeah. I, I see them at some point all holding gold very mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. But I think. It's didn't do much for Odyssey Jones, even though he did look good out there. I mean, he's really an immense young talent. Yeah. So I think we want to see um, what more he has to offer. Agreed. You can keep going. Okay, and now <laughs> the trick or treat <laughs> street fight with the NXT <laughs> women's title. It was Mandy Rose versus Magasita. <laughs> my gosh. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Love that. Yeah. Um it was a good back and forth match. I will say this Mandy looked really good out there. She really Calm did. down, Mike. <laughs> like, I'm talking about her in ring skill, Mike. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Anyway, um, 
There was a couple of spots there that was I'm I'm fighting through it. There was a couple of spots there that were a little, uh, mm. but um, they recovered very well. See how I'm oh, fighting man. through it. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> all of a sudden there was a hooded figure. Uh huh. Yep. We keep getting these hooded figures at uh these Halloween Havocs. Big surprise there, yeah. but yeah. I mean, they're in Florida. We could see a lot of food figures. Anyway. Oh, um, my wow. oh my God. I am on a roll yeah, tonight. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. Anyway. Over the pin, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, two count. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. No, but seriously, um, a hooded figure came out and. <laughs> Smacked Raquel upside the head with a shovel. Yeah, great shovel shot, by the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta bury. Anyway. Wow. Okay. So, um, Mandy got the one, two, three. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Knee, Mandy Rose, the new NXT Women's Champion. For the Woo! first time in her career. Yes. Yes. Big up to Mandy Rose. And um, before we move forward Mandy Rose and the hooded figure, so happened to be the go to Kai. Yeah, you saw that coming. Right. I thought she got promoted up to the main roster. Yeah, Apparently not. Yeah. Um, I guess that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, because there wasn't going to do anything with Dakota up there anyway. So, you know, Raquel is not well. Dakota's not finished with Raquel, and yeah. now we have a three woman power trip on on NXT. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm very happy about Toxic Attraction holding all of the gold there, but yes, please continue. Um, there was a segment where Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams um went to Dexter Loomis's house. I didn't really care for that all too much. Um, it's okay. It wasn't as good as like the Dexter and Cameron Grimes stuff, but yeah, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good. And yeah. um, Solo Bikoa, look, the Usos brother. Yeah, right. yeah, the littles. <laughs> the littles, yeah. Debut, because I don't, I hate mispronouncing names, but um, he de- made his debut, yeah. and he took out Grayson Waller. He looked, so, pr- he looked very, um, he looked very dominant. So he I, did. I, I, yeah. And my God, I mean, I know they're siblings. Yeah, but Otter my God, yeah. <laughs> that is fucking wild. Genetics is something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and then we had a lumber jackal lantern. It really it was really cringing as I read these titles. Um it was and a it's lumber it's, jack o' lantern? It's yeah, a lumber it's, match. It's a lumber it's a lumber oh, MSK versus Imperium. Um and Imperium goes over. MSK. Um I was not happy. Cause now I'm an even bigger MSK fan. So, not happy. I don't know how to feel. I, I don't. I don't know what's next for them. Um, Those kids are so talented, and they don't deserve the heat that they get. And now that I know why they're getting the heat that they're getting, I'm an even bigger fan of them. Because I mean, you know, that awful child with her awful parents that's being, you know, um, trained by that awful woman. <clears throat> Moving so on. The main event, so in the main event, we have. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I, I, I don't care. I call, I call the child awful. I don't care. 
Some children are awful, and that one is awful. Anyway. Wow. Um, but her parents probably were. That little girl, but. For the ones that don't know who we're talking about, because like I'm sure there's people listening to the audio that don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about Izzy. Okay, the 13 year old or 14 year old, I think she's 14 now. The 14 year old child, she's a child whose parents are pimping her. Never mind, go ahead, keep on extorting her. Is a better, a better way to put it. Extorting, um, okay, okay, well, yes, wait, yeah. Back up, because y'all y'all cut out for a second. The thirteen-year-old child, what? Okay, we're talking about the thirteen-year-old child named Izzy that's in the business, but not really in the business, but in the business. It's if you remember, she's the Bailey, the, the, the Bailey, Bailey fan. fan. Yeah, yeah. But um, so V, I don't know if you want to run through it quickly of what's been going on with Izzy. So um, or one of or so they're all awful. Um, she's a child. She's awful. Anyway, um, so basically this started. The reason why that you hear MSK getting booed, although excuse me, let me rephrase that that you have heard them getting booed, is because one of the members, I don't remember which one, made a comment about um Izzy. It was Wentz. Wentz. Um what's his name? Uh Nash, Nash Carter, yeah. I think is his name on NXT. Yeah. yeah. Um basically criticized her parents for allowing her to take bumps at 13. Which, which okay. is not is not something that's far-fetched. Yes, there are people that started young, but you know, your your body is developing yeah. around that time. Yeah. So, you know, I, I understand why something like that wrestling schools not, here won't even let you train at 13. Exactly, unless you're unless you're 18, if I'm not mistaken. Right, yep. right. That's why WWE won't touch her until she's like 18 because they don't want the liability there. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's true, it's liability, it's a child. You know, yeah. because your dreams of the rest of the field doesn't mean you gotta pull them out of your child. Anyway, um, so basically, yeah. one of them criticized the fact that you're allowing a 13 year old child to take bumps. Yeah, and you know it's valid. It's not like you, you know, like me that you call the child awful, but um, it it was something. It was a reasonable criticism. Yeah, and so of course there's a group of weird older men. It's very that, weird that are fans of a young child, and I'll very get to weird. that later. Yeah. Um, no, it's very, it's very weird. It's it's odd. It's weird. Yeah. No, it's very weird, and you're. <laughs> It's not like you're defending said child by booing people that rightfully criticize your awful parents, right? For not, you know, for basically not extorting you. Like you shouldn't distort your child. Okay, I know we've seen it. The Chris Jenners, the Joe Jacksons, that never ends well. Clearly, yeah. Um, it. It's just weird. It's weird, and then like she's being trained by that racist piece of shit, Tessa Blanchard, and it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's just it's weird. Oh, it's weird. But um, yeah, that's the reason why I'm getting getting booed over rightfully criticizing a parent. Yeah. You know, with their child. Now, granted, okay, they may or may not be parents. I get it. You know, don't tell me how to raise 
out. I understand that. I don't think they were doing that, though. But I, me, if I was a parent, if my child wanted to wrestle, of course I'm going to support that. But I'm not going to be having you in the ring taking bumps from grown-ass people. And let's let's be honest about this, right? He wasn't even criticizing her as a 13-year-old. The first bump that I saw Izzy take, she the girl was like maybe 10 or 11. Like, I think she took like a choke slam or something. And it's like what? in a ring. Yeah. No, this video online. I'm a, I'll see if I can find it. But um, yeah, Izzy takes like a choke slam. I'm gonna actually try to look that up, but um like a full-fledged choke slam, like yeah. up in the air, full extension yeah. choke slam. Yeah. yeah, I saw the video. Oh, um, her parents are out of their mind. I'm oh, sorry. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Um, but yeah, that's where the criticism. That's where the criticism. It, it, that's where it came from. <laughs> and the, criti- Everybody... the criticism. The criticism is justified. Like I'm a parent. Like I have a. I have a six year old. So mm. well, well. I mean, let's put it this way. I have. I have an 18 year old daughter. I have a 17 year old son, and I have a six year old son. There is mm. no way at 13. No matter how much of a fan or the dream that my son wants to be a professional wrestler, all of this stuff, we're not in the 1980s anymore. We're not in the 70s and the 60s where these wrestlers were sitting there at at Stu Hart's dungeon training to be a wrestler. We're not in those days anymore. You can't sit there and a 13-year-old. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very careful when I say this. But because yeah. this is not a, this this is not a knock on females whatsoever. But like, I don't know if the training is different for females than males. Because, but I don't think you're supposed to be throwing a female way up in the air like that unless she's been like properly trained to know how to take those bumps and right. that she's physically fit enough to take those bumps. Um, but at a, at thirteen, at thirteen, you'd be either sitting in the front row or you'd be on the apron. You're not even crossing the ropes. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just me. That's just that's just me. And I think if MSK wouldn't have gone as public as they did with the criticism, we wouldn't be talking about this because, first of all, they're right. Yeah. No, they are right. And but that was like a couple of years ago. It's not like. They called the child out her name. It's right, not no. like it's not like you no, called. It's not like that. me calling the child awful. <laughs> child awful. I don't care. But it it, it it's right. just like oh, that's the video I, right there. Yeah, we, yeah, have, we the, actually have the video. Let's let's go to the video real quick, guys. For the people that's watching on audio, we'll actually watch oh the video. God. Watch this. Is not even thirteen years old. Watch this. Boom. Oh. Boom. She actually takes she takes the bump. You know. So um. Yeah, um, I I just I once again I'm not. She wasn't even thirteen at that time. I think she <laughs> might have been like maybe eleven or twelve or something like that. You know, um, taking it. Yeah, I'm not a parent. I won't but, be one for a while. Because I remember it, it, when that video was making the rounds. I was just like, oh my god. Did you see? Honestly, Mike, this is my first time seeing it. Yeah, yeah, my first time so, seeing it too. It, yeah. It's just it. If she wants to be a wrestler, cool. That's fine. Uh, I don't have the issue is not that the issue is you being thirteen and one you're not fully properly trained and it, the whole thing with bones and stuff like that as you go through adolescence mm-hmm. you're not fully developed 
So if you're taking bumps at a young age, that could fuck you up if something goes wrong when you get 18 and shit. It's like, I, I personally don't feel comfortable with them exploiting their child like they are. And yeah. it's just, and then the test of electric thing. Well, the, they, they were friends before all of that stuff even happened, though. Like, you know, before everything came out and all of that. So, I mean. We still fuck Tessa Blanchard. I just wanted to say that. It's not weekly. But, um, yeah. but, uh, no, but seriously, it, it's just as a parent, I, I just couldn't. You know, I know wrestling is a work. I, I yeah. just would not allow my child yeah. to get in the ring. Now, like, how, no, my. See, and people will be like, well, what about that little boy? Um, I think his name was Connor. You know, Connor's care. Connor's care, yeah. Little boy that passed away. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't taking bumps. Right. He had Triple H bump. <laughs> right. Yeah. He uh, yeah. Him. yeah. So yeah. something like that, okay. Yeah. Something no, like that, like, okay. He literally, they you took her up in a choke slam. And she took a back. A, a, a she back, has to a, take a back. Oh, blow you yeah. have to take a back. From, you're gonna feel that regardless. Yeah. yeah. And anybody that's ever took it a taking a bump in a ring, I have. Oh, oh, it, oh it I hurts. have also. It's it not. It doesn't tickle. It's not fun. <laughs> it, it, bro, it running bro. running the ropes hurts. Oh my god, bro. Oh, my Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> you have you'll have like freaking like burn marks like on, yes. on your side for for weeks. And that's not <laughs> yeah. even a bump. Like, yeah. like it, like this actually throws me back to when uh that debacle when Braun Strowman and that referee's kid won the tag titles. Oh right my, there. yeah, that was that, that was kid, visible. Oh no, but, you but, know what? Don't remind point. me of that. But here's the point: the kid never took a bump. Right? No, of course not. And how they had to get they gave up the titles like I think two weeks later or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So I mean, the only. I think the only reason that kid was in that match to begin with is because WWE ensured that those parents. I think his father, uh, her, his father was a referee, correct? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there had to be some type of insurance that says, okay, we're gonna put him in here, but it's guaranteed, one hundred percent, he will not get hurt, he will not yeah. get touched, he will not, nothing will happen to him. This is gonna be a flawless transition of titles. Yeah. And we just need somebody to just fill a spot, and for. The comedy aspect of it, we're gonna use your kid, but he's not gonna be hurt. Yeah, or yeah. it's been like when like Randy Orton ha- had posted a video of like his daughter giving him an RKO. Like that's cute, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like yeah. that is cool. Like you know, but yeah. But let's go to the main event. And yeah, let's keep going. Out of here. Out of here. We're running yeah. long. I'm getting sleepy. And then yeah. lastly, we had Tommaso Ciampa uh, versus the Young Steiner. I, I just can't <laughs> call him Heartbreaker. Um. Call Young, no, Young Steiner. I didn't say oh, that. Young yeah, oh, Young Steiner. Okay. <laughs> but um, that kid's good. Natural, the kid, he's good. You see his daddy and his uncle. Yeah, he he's good. Um, I'm not a fan of the actual winner. I I mean, all literally all the titles switched except for that one. Yeah. I was hoping that would be a clean sweep, um, but you know he had to hit oh, the fairy ready, tale. Bro. You don't think so? No. Well, he got hit with the fairy tale ending twice. Yeah. And um, you know, and he was cut over hard way as well. He's a little hard yeah. way, but yeah, well, way, to make, way to make him look strong. 
Yeah. No, they protected him. They I did. Just, I, I think that he's he's gonna be stronger for losing here. I, I don't right. think he's ready at all. Like okay. he did trip off. He been. I don't even want to call him. Bron- I guess I'll call him Bron Steiner. <laughs> um, he did fall off the ropes. And Champa, being a veteran, knew quickly go to the cover. Like Champa made it like seamless, you know, because Braun was going for something off the ropes. He tripped off the ropes, and Champa realized this, goes for a pin, and they got right back into what they needed to get into. So that was the only little like small botch there. Yeah, but, uh, it was small. I think he. I think in some time he's going to be fully ready. But what I, I like what I see from him. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I, I he has a huge future. Yeah, but um, let's conclude it. What do you, yeah. uh, what do you guys think of NXT Halloween Havoc? Uh, I thought it was an Air Force show. That was really good. Go ahead and keep that up there. I agree. I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three count just because of toxic attra- toxic attraction. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm giving it a three count yeah. just yeah. because. <laughs> just because. I mean yeah. the other the other. The, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. But I'm only only giving it a three count based on toxic attraction because it was deserved. Yeah. That's why why I'm giving it a three count. Mandy Rose is way overdue for a title. I agree. Way overdue. And yeah. and Gigi and the other um, girl who I can't place Stacey her name James. nothing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they've put the work in as well, and as a trio, they are dominant. Yeah. So why not push dominance? This is this Agreed. is a three man power trip, female undisputed era. This this is what this is what this has the potential to be. So yeah. because of that, I give it a three count and. I, and I'll talk and I'll leave my I'll leave my outside yeah. of the comments to myself. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I think well, I want you hit, that, but, uh, yeah. Well, I may uh, hit you guys on the messenger afterwards. All right. All okay. Right. <laughs> oh man. Jonathan, it's, been, it's been a blast having you on the show oh, tonight. Man. Well, always, man. Well, always, always. We're so appreciative um, for you to be on the show, man. Like so, yeah. um, yeah. make sure you get you guys support. Jonathan and everything that he's doing, JPS Music now. 15 on everything, on, on everything. everything. Yeah. Next year, next year I'm gonna be on the road, so y'all look out for your boy. For real. Okay. Right, AJ, I'll, be, I'll be. I will be in Jersey. Close in enough. Close enough. Yeah. I'll be in Jersey in February, and I'll be in Asheville in March. Um, okay. I think Chicago in May of next year. But, oh, that's you know, up. yeah, we're doing. I'm finally getting these guys to, you know, push. Out. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, finally starting to get them to feel comfortable in their own skin. So, you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm a yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Thank you guys for having me as always. Anytime, um, anytime. This is this is cool. This, yeah, this is dope. And you gave some great insight tonight, so we definitely appreciate you. I v. Yes. Tell us where we can find you. Um, you can find me in my bed and going to sleep. No, um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at kingv underscore the ruler. 
and on Twitter at underscore Watchmen. Um, you can follow the show at go for the pin underscore show on Instagram. Right. And go for the pin. Go. Show. Go for the pin show. I should know. Right. Right. And go for the pin show on um the, the motherfucking Twitter. There we go. Yeah, check yes. Find me Mike underscore EQ on Instagram. On Twitter, it's DJ Mike EQ. I think that's all the time we have for tonight. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us and uh, staying with us tonight because, uh, yeah, it was rough after a while here. Uh, yeah. Join us next week. We've yes, got more wrestling. Remember, yeah. black wrestling draws. And yes, with that being said, stop stealing content from other content creators. And we are done. Bye, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>